Welcome to the Stuffed Fabulist on Air, audio commentaries by Jeffrey Grossans from the website www.stuffedfabulous.com. These commentaries present an independent point of view in the form of original fables and parables on psychological, social, political, spiritual, and philosophical questions of today. The ultimate moral or lesson of each tale is left to listeners to decide. With new efforts to restore diplomacy to a position of respect in international affairs, perhaps we should expect a bit more from diplomats themselves than many of them have presented us with recently in the face of non-stop wars, genocide, human rights abuse, environmental degradation, economic meltdown, you name it. The following tale may offer some explanation for any future addition to that list but hardly an excuse. The Crane Once a crane passed the examinations to become a diplomat. It couldn't be denied, of course, that the crane's success, both in the examinations and in its illustrious career thereafter, owed much to family connections and timely political contributions. On the other hand, there was also broad agreement that the crane was a most distinguished-looking bird. It presented exactly the kind of stately, slow-motion approach to every move it made that inspires deep mutual esteem and a punctilious regard for the niceties of decorum among senior members of the diplomatic corps. In this spirit, the crane could often be observed spending long periods of time debating the most prudent placement of its feet. There were protocols to be followed, after all, and necessary formalities to be observed. Waters must be endlessly tested, with each step forward given exhaustive deliberation and constant rescrutiny. It was naive to think these sorts of considerations, even the apparently most trivial among them, could be curtailed or streamlined in any way, perhaps in the unruly world of everyday life, but hardly in the measured, dignified footwork of high diplomacy. The same must be said with respect to the many gala receptions at which attendance was de rigueur for the crane. Night after night it could be seen suavely performing this duty, as if to the manner born, in the company of others occupied with weighty, though often obscure, responsibilities toasting one another while sampling platters of artfully arranged escargot and fingerling hors d'oeuvres, they might nod thoughtfully in agreement with solemn declarations on the order of <coughs> We find we ourselves and expect all and expect all interest to engage on the substantive issues before us. Here, here, the crane might be heard to pronounce in richly nuanced tones, meant to signal a thorough understanding of the subtleties expressed as it shifted ever so slowly from one foot 
to the other. Then again, it might say the same thing whenever it heard the familiar caution, <coughs> Those, Those in positions, positions of authority and influence must never, never move with undue haste, undue haste. Whatever, whatever the, the whatever of the public, public opinion, opinion. Lest their full and frank, frank exchange of result in unforeseen consequences diplomatic overtures back many Here, here. Its response could be an annoyed tut-tut, however, to reports that those less schooled in the calibrated pace, perspectives, procedures, and protocols the crane was confident a smooth running of the world depended on were slaughtering each other across large swaths of it. Diplomacy must succeed, we all realize, in steering a steady course between conflicting interests in a manner that represents the interests of all parties concerned, the crane would declare with a disapproving look down its long beak. The alternative is simply unthinkable. Every time such self-assured declarations in fact failed, Every time the alternative became not only thinkable, but disastrously real, the crane could be seen leaving troubled waters behind with an air of urbane ennui over the regrettably short-sighted and counterproductive behavior of assorted tyrants, thuggish fanatics, genocidal maniacs, ideological extremists, heedless profiteers, and all manner of other destabilizing elements at each other's throats below. During times of apparent underappreciation or else cynical disregard like this for the crane's deft ministrations, it seriously considered the invitations regularly extended to take up a position fully recognizing and reflecting its many talents at the International Olympic Committee, the WTO, the World Bank, or some multinational cosmetics firm. But the crane always resolved, as it winged away, to answer for a while yet the grand summons of high-level state. Whatever the setbacks, it remained guardedly optimistic, convinced the world would be much worse off without skies full of cranes like itself flying hither and thither. The next place it came down, more attention would have to be devoted to the prudent placement of its feet was all. More fables and parables, like the one you've just heard, are available for reading, downloading, and forwarding at www.stuffedfabulous.com. Bound collections of tales in the series Likely Stories, Contemporary Fables and Parables, and audio CD collections of selected tales can also be ordered through bookstores or directly through the orders page of the website.